Douglas Warriors Live Podcast 2021, episode 23. I'm Will Squealeg Evans here with Brad Silly Madon Larking. And uh, luckily, Brad, after that horrific loss to the Knights on Saturday, the Black Caps have cheered us up a wee bit with that World Test Championship victory. How good? Oh, mate. Oh, tip of the hat to the lads. That's epic. We deserve it because of that game that no one speaks of that happened back of whenever no one wants to remember. We deserve that. God, that was awesome. Did you get I, up and watch any? No, I thought I, I'm disappointed I didn't. Um, I thought there's no way they had enough time on day five or day six, as it turned out, to to get a result. But, man, tore through oh. India. Jameson, Bolt, Southey gave them a chance. And then, yeah, Cruz, Cruz really. They had 43 balls to spare. Great to see uh, Williamson and Taylor there at the end. Yeah, that, was, that was pretty rad. But I was, I was exactly the same as you. I was like, this can't be done in this allotted amount of time. How can how can they roll mm. them and then, yeah, epic. Best, best cricketing team, nation in the world, eh? How bloody good. Oh, um, so good. A few of the other teams we support that uh, mind taking a few leaves out of their book. Um but right. I digress. Uh, also, as bitterly, does I, mean, I was still sour on Sunday after that game and Monday, uh, but we've had plenty of news to distract us since then. Reese Walsh and Origin, DWZ, confirmed Townsend to shock mid-season signing. <laughs> so uh, it's all happening. And um, I guess we before we crack on with all that stuff, we'd better touch on that debacle that was... Um, McDonald Jones Stadium on Saturday in the wet. It was uh, start to finish, on. start to finish, so horrendously terrible. It, oh, I didn't enjoy any minute of that game. I think the scene, well, I guess it getting cut down a metre from the line was kind of epitomised the day. Great to see uh, another Reese Walsh line break. Brilliant from the kick return. That's about as good as it got. Aiken's try was pretty impressive against the runner play, but, geez, they never looked like scoring otherwise. Um, Jesus, Aiken's legs are all over the show. Did you get that head-on shot of him running for that drive? <laughs> like Forrest Gump when he's kicking off those leg braces. He's getting down the driveway. That's what Aiken looked like getting downhill there. It was out of it. Oh, I, I was impressed with that. I, I thought he had a better gait than that. <laughs> Showed a fair bit of toe. Um, he did. Yeah, it works. It's just not uh, pretty. Uh, it was uh, probably his best moment of a reasonably underwhelming stint of the Warriors so far. Yeah. Um, but everything else was just a shambles, starting with the halves. Uh, Man Alive was that bad. <laughs> Sullivan, I, and I'm a, so I like O'Sullivan, but that was diabolical, what he served up. Yeah, it was so bad. Uh, terrible kicks on the fourth tackle while on attack. <laughs> getting getting tackled on the last, and he seemed to have a mile of time. It's not like they're playing the storm. They and Cody got caught a couple of times on the last, or ran it on the last, and uh, when he shouldn't have. It's not like Newcastle's line speed is uh, elite. It was. Well, that's really, what pissed really me off so much about it. Newcastle was shit as well. Yeah, but we were shitter than them. <laughs> um, yeah, was, uh, their middles just killed us. We, I am going to go and bring up the stats because it's been a bugbear, and we thought it was going to um, 
all going to change when Ed Fanua Blake came back, but he's just sort of come back and thought, well, if these other guys don't have to make 100 metres a game, then I'll just stick to double figures as well. What did he uh, run? Uh, just bringing up the stats now. What, we got what we talking? The Saifidi brothers and Clemmer, they all uh, polled on the metres. Daniel Saifidi over 200 metres. Uh, Clemmer wasn't far behind. Yeah. Um, whereas the Warriors, Rops, just looking at that now. Oh, Adam did uh, creep over 100 metres, 111 metres. Uh, ben Murdoch-Masilla from that probably unfamiliar start and prop role, 82 metres. Just 60 from Lisa Armel, 84 from Kane Evans, who I thought was had his one of his better games for us. An odd selection uh, still, though. I know he had a good game, yeah. but that's odd they're going him over Bunty. And, and I also, yeah, Bunty being left out was crazy. And I also missed uh, and uh, got roasted for it quite fairly. Um, I missed his lazy, lazy effort and. Uh, in the lead up to the Knights' match-winning try, just sort of. Mooched around as Inara Tuali, uh, Tuala uh, carved through and just about scored and then Knight scored on the next play. So, yeah, really poor defensive play from Kane Evans on that one. Um, I don't know what's up with our props. Hopefully we see a bit more from Adam. Another, he'll get another two-week break. Hopefully he'll be sort of somewhere yeah. back to his best. But it's just baffling to see our forwards just rack up these measly totals compared to their you know, opposite. It, it's one thing that's worrying me. There is not, I haven't seen one combination this year. There's mm. not one combination in that Warriors team forming at all. Everyone's doing it on their own. It's, yeah, it's, that's, it, a, good that's point. a little bit worrying to me. That it, They yeah. play like strangers. Uh, just they do. Every week. Um, yeah, the halves. I don't know, it's, there's been a lot of injuries, there's been a lot of uh, voluntary team changes, but there's just nothing gelling and it just sort of now relying on Reese Walsh to do something crazy to... Like, and there has, to I guess the argument to that, there has been a lot of injuries, but there's still... A lot of players have played a lot of games together this year. Like, it's... Yeah, I don't know. That, that's scaring me a little. And I, I don't... I'd, I'd have Berry over Pompey at the moment, too. Yeah, totally. Um, we'll come to the... To what our lineup might look like when we talk about some of these... Mid-season arrivals. Um, yeah. The kicking game, again, atrocious. I didn't see them once. Besides um, Walshy almost uh, peeling off a 40-20 at one stage, they didn't use the wind once. No. I don't remember them hoisting it, putting a pretty green back, uh, Newcastle back three under pressure at all, whereas change events, all of a sudden, there's uh, just bombs coming yeah. from everywhere. And, um, yeah, a tough day at the back for for Reece We struggle Walsh. with the wind as much in the first half as we did in the <laughs> yeah. second, trying to diffuse some of their kicks into the wind. They yeah. had a, quite a sharp kicking game, which is to be expected from Mitch the Bitch. And mm. But he had, is coming back off a long layoff. Yeah. Jake Clifford only his third game for the Knights, and they were superb in the conditions. Now just totally outplayed our halves. Uh, there's obviously going to be a bit of a, a shake-up there, and... Um, do you reckon any player, man for man, how many of the Warriors players play better than a Newcastle player, 1-13? to 13? Probably none. I mean, I thought Toru yeah. was probably our best with just a pretty, you know, average Toru performance. Um, 
and I thought I that's the problem. Well, Tohu's okay. best doesn't win many games, does it? He's just the best every week. Win or yeah. lose, he's still the best. To, yeah, yeah um, he's not going to pull it out of the fire for you. Nah. Um, a, a probably positive, Taniela Otokolo's uh, debut didn't get a chance to um, show off his running game, but his, he looked sharp at dummy half and defended well. Didn't look out of place. He tried to no. run once and got tied in knots by their markers, though. That was a yeah. little bit unfortunate. This sort of first dart, he tripped and skipped over himself a bit. But yeah, he doesn't doesn't look out of place. His old mate will be back by the next game anyway, won't he? Oh, yeah, I guess so. Um, I thought Jazz actually looked pretty decent. Yeah, he did. Um, at dummy half, and that's the thing. I mean, we, I don't feel like we missed Egan. Um, still, a lot of people making apologies for him. I, uh, yeah, I, I didn't notice him not being there. Apart nah, from ex- exactly. apart from not being frustrated by some of the uh, negative things he can produce. So, yeah, uh, I mean, I just I was I was pretty despondent after that one. That's the angriest I've been all year. And we've had yep. some pretty bad losses. It was a we fourth. had a couple of colourful texts. Although short and sharp yeah. colourful yeah. texts, though, weren't they? That's all we wanted to speak of it, our sort of two yeah. obscenities. I know, I know it's a bad game when I take my hat off and slam it to the ground. Um, and this <laughs> were was, you home think, alone? Was there, was there family? No, actually, I was, Ruth and I were over in Akaroa for a couple of nights. Super relaxing, getaway <laughs> It's out outdoor spa and the pretty with the forest around us. It was a, a pretty much. Were you booked in for a dinner or two after the game at a nice little rest, <laughs> no, little French think, restaurant? No, we had the dinner out, dinner out on Friday night, and maybe maybe Ruth could sense a loss coming because uh, she just suggested picking up some stuff for home, or for where we were staying, uh, which is what we did. But yeah, all of the serenity, all of my relaxation went totally out the window during that. 80 minutes, um, and I was back to square one. Oh, so I jumped straight back in the spa and brooded over that loss. <laughs> Damn, it was annoying. Oh, uh, it was it was disgusting. That was probably the worst game of I've, I've gone through in a long time, I think. And and the fact that you always like sometimes you think you're going to pull out of the fire, but that game you always knew mm, after 20 minutes that happening. Yeah. And to get beaten by such a dud score as well. We only needed to be oh, such a fraction better than that shithouse team we're playing. And, yeah, disappointing given what was on the line. Uh, you know, felt like a, a must win. Uh, now we've lost five of our last six. It was <laughs> the four, fourth game this year that they either led or were level with less than five minutes to go and come up with a loss. I mean, that's pretty poor composure, pretty poor backbone, uh, pretty poor leadership in key positions when that sort of thing's happening so often. I mean, you know, that, oh, you, do you reckon it's you all going a bit... those and, and you're looking all right, but four, yeah. Browning might be taking the old rebuild thing a bit too slow, eh? Well, he's got, he's got, the, he's got the cattle there actually to get stuck into it now what what's he actually up yeah. to i mean they're five and nine now <clears throat> there's not there probably hasn't been enough sort of heat put on the warriors about you know how poor having a record like that with the squad they've got and given the standard of the competition a five and nine yeah. record is unacceptable um and it's kind of you know it's shaping up like his newcastle rebuild 
got yeah, a good but, squad there and come up with a couple of 11th place finishes. And you've got to start asking some questions about whether the squad is responding to him. I mean, everything that happened in the back end of last year under Todd Payton, under pretty difficult circumstances with um, a pretty patched up squad, it seems to have all gone out the window, all those qualities. What? Yeah, and I'm a huge fan of Payton, and I, I, I wonder what if sometimes. Mm. What if he was still there with that, but installing that bit of steel in them and unleashing them a bit, especially this, oh, this kid here. It's just shit house. God, it was shit. Is there anything better to talk about in that game? Well, they're not from that game. Let's just no. put it put it to bed. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, out the, it's out in the wheelie bin getting picked up tomorrow at about 10 to 7. <laughs> uh, Reese Walsh, packed for State of Origin. Oh, How no. good. I'm loving it. Uh, no, there's You're loving it? Foot. Yeah, I'm, oh, I couldn't be happier. It's, um, yeah. For selfish yeah, reasons, I'm off it. Um, give us your reasoning. Just because I don't want him to get hurt because he's got... Uh, yeah, that's that's probably my my only Obi Wan Kenobi, your only hope. Yeah, Obi-Wan yeah, that's true. It would suck if he got injured, but I mean, he could get injured in any any yeah, I know any game. Get injured. It's, a, it's injured an game. odd decision, though, isn't it, to shift Valentine Holmes to the wing? Like, who yeah. was injured for him to come in, or is he just who got dropped? Uh, What's the sequence there? Well, Xavier Coates actually got dropped. It seemed like Kyle Felt would get dropped from from a wing, but he was retained in Xavier Coates. Uh, was sent packing, so that was a bit surprising. I'm not a huge Coates fan, although everyone else seems to be. Um, but I think there was a consensus that Holmes needed to move from fullback because Queensland attack was just just didn't have enough variety. Pong and Brinson would have been there had they been fit. Yeah. They were both out, and they just felt they needed the X factor. I reckon it's a great selection. Oh, fair and, enough. Yeah. Um, you know, he Queensland aren't going to win by doing you know what they did last time obviously and with the same makeup uh, i think this sort of shakes things up um yeah i mean he could have a he could have a torrid time he could have a shocker but i don't think it's going to negatively impact him it's probably good for the warriors if he did have a did take some learnings away from a bit of a hiding or something yeah well, i mean think? Yeah, I don't, I don't. A lot of people finding a lot of reasons to be negative about it. Probably one of my favourite things about it is uh, is just the history and the crazy numbers behind it because he's played seven games. Um, so I'm just going to run through a few numbers, yeah, Brad, yeah. if, if you'll indulge me. me. Yeah, yeah. Um, fourth youngest Origin player ever after Ben Iken, Brad Fittler, and Brett Dallas. Um, Iken and Brett Fittler. Dallas. Both came off the bench. Brett Dallas going through a tough time these days, but he was an 18-year-old as well. David on the wing, had a bit of a mare, actually, um, in a winning team. Dead rubber in 1993. Um, He's the youngest since Iken, so 26 years since an 18-year-old has played Origin. Second youngest to start an Origin match after Dallas. Youngest fullback in Origin history, so he breaks the record of Carmichael Hunt, who was uh, at 19 years, seven months when he was uh, fullback for for Queensland, but he'd already played 62 games in the NRL really? by that point. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, what? That's three seasons of footy. Yeah, he was. Um, he had debuted at the start of 2004 and uh, for Brisbane as a 17 year old, and made his Origin debut halfway through 2006. Uh, what else have we got? 
third least experienced player in origin history in terms of first grade games after Iken who had played four and Willie Kahn who had played six. Now every I've seen multiple articles with a big list of all the least experienced players. They've all left Kahn out for some reason. Fox Sports um, got it wrong. Nine, nine years, yeah. Like, come on, Willie Kahn, six games in 1990. Um, out of it, Willie Kahn. Out of it. But yeah, so these these guys all went on to have very distinguished origin careers, and um, yeah, but no one is, is you know in playing such a key role as Walsh will at fullback um, in a must-win origin game. Pack Suncorp Stadium is just our seventh Warriors origin rep, um, first since Lillyman in 2017. Um, th- just the third player to make their debut from the Warriors after Kevin Campion and PJ Marsh, a long time since we've produced a debutant. Um, second Warrior. Campion debutant? Yeah, yeah, he, he played uh, for the Super League Tri Series oh, team from oh. the Rams, but didn't get a start from. When he was at the Broncos and yeah, debuted as a 29-year-old. Um, first origin rep to make their first grade debut for the Warriors. So, yeah, um, Campion and Marsh obviously oh. came from other clubs. Oh, yeah. Um, and the second Warriors player to start an origin in the black back line after Brent Tate. So, a lot of history there. Uh, you can see why I'm... Loving all of that stuff. Uh, good for the train spotters and that sort of thing. But I do like it. I think it's going to be good for him. Um, you know, he's playing. He's going to be playing a spine with Cherry Evans and Munster. There's yeah. J, JT and Slater around the squad. I mean, you know, if he can't That's what pick scares up. me. I don't want him hanging around with those sort of influences from, like, some winning teams and that. I don't, I don't want Walsh to get homesick <laughs> in 80 month, 18 months' time eh, if his young family want to go back to Australia. Yeah. That's what it's like. Oh, just yeah, pretend it doesn't hit. Yeah. I just want to glory avail him. Just <laughs> lock him in a little commune and not let him out. You're out. Change his don't name. Don't tell him about Destiny the outside world. He just, <laughs> he just, yeah. just trains behind closed doors, gets wheeled out, wheeled to the stadium in a... <laughs> Yeah, um, exactly. And then take Walsh you home. Oh, you don't want to go out there, mate. It's nasty. It's nasty. <laughs> gas yeah. will poison you. Go outside these stadiums. It's all gas. You even be. Um. Anyway, we digress. Um. Yeah, yeah I just uh, Phil Gould came out and called it disgraceful. I mean, the step up from Queensland Cup to first grade is bigger than the step up from first grade to Origin. You know, what kind of pressure were they putting on him, chucking him in at fullback and on Anzac exactly. Day against him? I mean, he'll... And he'll it's in a they team might... trying to do anything. It's yeah. in a team desperate to win this game. had the, the duty to pick the team they best thought was going to win them this game. They're not doing it to bring in the fans or some sort of stunt. I mean, it's Origin. This is a team they think is going to uh, have the best chance of upsetting the Blues. And... and history tells us that Queensland have always taken punts on selections for their team. With yeah, at a mog. Yeah, they haven't got they have mog. They haven't got the the pool of players like New South Wales. No, exactly. So they've yeah. always had to take risks, and this is just it. Yeah, I thought it was funny. Old Peter B. Gould was getting um all dark about it. I think it's more yeah. of a warrior thing. Probably yeah, oh, yeah, but um, self-serving there, which is fine. Um, good to see people like Wally and, and Cameron Smith coming out and applauding it. Um, it's a bit of, 
people sort of brought up the history of bad debuts and that sort of thing, but it's overblown or they're sort of rewriting history. I mean, I've seen Jared Mullen's name pulled out a couple of times. Um, he was a very young halfback debutant for New South Wales after maybe 20-odd, 20 to 30 games. He actually played pretty well in his only origin. He was injured after that. That's why he didn't get selected for game two. So, um, yeah, some people saying that that ruined him. That certainly didn't. Um, so Brett Dallas had a bad debut yeah, as well. Yeah, he had a pretty ordinary game. I don't know. Though. Has it ruined them? Well, they both got, they both <laughs> he got had a, a good career. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, yeah, um, maybe. Uh, there's a comparison there, but they both went on to have pretty solid careers, I would say. Uh, Hodges, worst origin debut of all time, of course, went on to become a Queensland Broncos great. He won a grand final the same year that he had that shocking debut. So Darren Lockyer, worst test debut of all time. Played more tests for Australia than anyone. Um, yeah. You can find a stat about anything if you... It's like finding a conspiracy theory, isn't it? You, if you dig deep enough, you're always going to find something yeah, to favor yeah, your yeah. opinion. So uh, I'm just really... It's got me more pumped for an Origin match than I've been in years. I just can't wait to see how he goes. I'm so nervous. So it's, it's Sunday excited. night, eh? Sunday, Sunday night. Is, are they having it earlier or is it going to be at no, oh, it's about, quarter past three New Zealand time Monday morning? It's it's a 10, 10 to 10 kickoff this time, so it's probably an extra 10 or 20 minutes uh, sleep there for This is why I've sort of drifted out of origin a little bit. These kickoff times, I just can't do it. And then yeah, it's tough. You, can never, you can never watch a game on repeat. Yeah, I've, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, that's why I've drifted out. Origin, for me, gets in the way of a good NRL comp. That's where I stand with origin. Yeah, fair enough. Um this has energised me, though, this Walsh selection. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped to see how it goes. Uh, Queensland, biggest outsiders. I'm not sure if this is right, but I've seen that the, the, the biggest betting outsiders in Origin history, um, just looking at the odds, at the New Zealand TAB, you know, good friends and, and, uh, and valued supporters. Um, Queensland, 14.5-point outsiders, $3.90 for the win head-to-head. That's a good punt. That's a good yeah. punt game, too. I reckon, Suncorp. Yeah, see, well. I, mm, I reckon I, you're more excited about it, too, because you're actually a Queensland supporter. Yeah. Whereas me, I, yeah, I go like, the well, you New South Wales route. Queensland to win, and you're not that psyched about Walshie playing in the first place. Yeah, yeah. Fair know. enough. Um, I do have a few other stats, though, that point to Queensland maybe being a bit of a smoky chance here. Um, teams coming back from Game 1 blowout since 1990, every team that's lost the series opener by 14 or more points uh, have gone on to win Game 2. Um, the Suncorp factor, obviously, strong record there, 37 wins, 19 losses and a draw. Queensland at the uh, home of origin. And uh, Blues have won just two of their last 14 at Suncorp. Lost the last four straight. And Queensland have won the last seven game twos in Brisbane. New South Wales yeah. haven't, haven't won game two in Brisbane since 2000. So, Yeah, even being New South Wales supporter, I my money will, if I put a chuck punt on that game, it will be going towards Queensland to win it. It's it's it, just the, got, uh, it just reeks of it, doesn't it? Yeah, and it reeks of Reese Welsh doing something. Yeah, a little bit special. I mean, he hasn't left. Kate Well getting a hat trick. 
yeah. After yeah. the diabolical first game. Yeah, yeah just, yeah. Now, uh, the chance, are, uh, chance obviously, we don't have Warriors game this week, but they're keeping us match fit with an Origin game. Have you played oh, it yet, Brad? No, no, no. I seen this on Sosh Med earlier. I was going to have a sniff of it. Yeah, a few, uh, few things to do with Reece Walsh in there, a few try scorer things. Uh, choose your greatest origin fullback. It's good fun. Just as good Ooh, as any of the other. Is it either, either way? Queensland yeah, or? There's uh, yours. Yeah. I still, I'd put Darren Lockyer in my uh, greatest ever origin team at fullback. With uh, I'd chuck Slater on the wing or the bench and have Langer and Thurston in the halves. Uh, yeah, most people would have Slater. Not that and... You've thought about it much? <laughs> <laughs> You're just rattling off the start in thirteen, just like that. <laughs> bang, bang, bang! Oh, you have bloody Alfie and bloody uh, Thurston in there in the halves. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, I just think, yeah, well, Slater was great, but I'd lock oh, for yeah, me. I think Lockie is far, yeah, a bit way better than Slater. And uh, the, the Blues uh, up for selection were Tedesco, Minicello and Tim Brasher. With apologies to Gary Jack because we couldn't fit enough, fit enough uh, options. Tim Brasher? He was... <laughs> oh, Timmy Brasher. I was never a fan, eh? Never a fan of Timmy Brasher. God, Travojevic, he'd, he'd be... He doesn't really play fullback for the Blues. Jeez, he's the best, best fullback going around that I've seen, I reckon. Yeah, I mean, I reckon... The Blues almost wouldn't care if Tedesco got injured. No, not at the moment. Teddy's a little bit, he's struggling a little bit. I don't know if the Roosters are struggling or what, but he's not struggling, but nowhere near the Tedesco he was last year and the year before sort of thing. Um, so you get in there and play the chance of game this week. Um, you done well but, last week, didn't you? But I, I didn't even look at the end. I was too depressed. Did I get zero? Oh, you got one. You got one. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, got, <laughs> you got one. I got two. Okay, really pot calling the kettle black. Far out. That's tough. Why can't we get it? Because what the are Warriors we doing have won. so wrong? Well, you might remember that I have one. Uh, yeah, oh, you actually um, took it out, yeah. Uh, but winning, we, we always back the Warriors, and it's always very but Warriors heavy. You haven't even picked a try scorer yet. Haven't you? The oh, whole yeah. time. Um, yeah, well, it wasn't. We were never going to pick Aitken, and he scored our only try this week. So, uh, yeah, but get in there, play the chance of, uh, game and support the boys. Um, speaking of Ben Aitken, as I did a couple of minutes ago, um, after a decade on NRL 360, moving on to Brisbane head of football job, man. Um, out of the frying pan and into the fire there. Yeah, I know. Uh, but if there's anyone that can do it, he's a, he's a I think great it's the best mind. decision the Broncos have made yeah. in 18 months. Um, not, not the, uh, yeah, it's tough for 360, though. I had, the, had more to do with Ben Eichen outside of just normal football, um, you know, reporting stuff than anyone in the game. He's a, he's made a lot of time for me in the past and just a, a great fella. And he really holds that show together. With, uh, yeah, he does. Despite some pretty annoying uh, co-hosts at times. And, yeah, I'm not quite sure where the show goes from, from there. Who would you like to see as the new lead host? I've been struggling with that, to be honest. I, I, I don't know. Who else is 
that well versed in being a good Switzerland in between all the mess. Yeah. Just a good. Well, yeah. I, I would, I, I, of all of them, I, the next cab off the rank for me is Lara Pitt, but they just talk over the other guys. Um, they do. Was, um, terrific. It's almost Speaking unwatchable of... sometimes. <laughs> Speaking of talking over, I just talked over you. But we're sitting there watching. <laughs> we're watching it last night, and Tracy was sitting there, and she got angry because it was just four middle-aged white men yelling at each other all over each other, just nonsensical. And when she yeah. said that, I sort of, with Ike and leaving, that that could get a lot it's worse. Even worse, yes. Yeah, he's almost like a soothing when he when he's talking. It's soothing. Those Whereas, fox ladies involved in the rugby league. Are so onto it, and yeah, well, look, fantastic. It, it shouldn't matter that it's a lady, and it doesn't matter. But a lot of the time, it does. You can sometimes you see, you see some other sports putting a woman in, almost trying to get their percentage on the mm. screen of women and racing. But these Fox League women, they they are as good, if not better, than a lot of yeah. these guys. Oh, I think they are right. so just, good. The problem is guys like Hooper just. Shouting yeah. over them. Yeah, um, that is the problem. Yeah, so maybe they just need to even. Who's bounce the other it out one? The, Lara Pitt's the blonde one, eh? Who's um, the brun- who's the brunette one? Yvonne Sampson. Yeah, um, Jesse Yates gun. is fantastic. They're all um, guns, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hannah Hollis. Yeah, they're all really good. <laughs> um, <laughs> if there was a ex player, I, my favourite um, pundit on the on uh, Fox of the ex-players is Michael Ennis by far. Um, yeah. I think he could go all right. Um, maybe not quite as, as sharp I, as I can. I like him on a desk. I don't like him commentating. He's a little bit Cooper Cronkish commentating yeah. for me. I feel like I'm getting shouted at and I'm just, all of a sudden I'm up against the back wall in the lounge just carrying <laughs> in the corner because this dude, and the, this little dude on TV is screaming at me for 80 minutes. Cooper Cronk is awful. I oh. like he's obviously a brilliant rugby league mind, but Manny is terrible to listen to. What, he's got what no do you reckon flow. he would go like on a desk though? No, I think he'd be. No. A, uh, yeah. What just about Richie Barnett? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Get the king over here. <laughs> Him and Wally. Oh shit. Um, no yeah, comment. so good, good, good luck with that, Fox Sports. Uh, yeah, some, somehow I don't think they'll be heading across the Tasman for no, a no. Ben Eichen replacement. Um, yeah, Vossi maybe, but he's probably got enough on his plate. But yeah, Vossi, I think maybe, who was your first suggestion? Ennis. Ennis. Ennis yeah. yeah, I reckon he could be just about... Just about maybe the next cab off the rank. But he's probably, know. yeah, he probably gets a bit too emotive and carried away. Yeah. Was, was always pretty. A little bit opinionated, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Like it would listen to a, a healthy debate rather than trying to force his opinion on someone. Yeah. I think it will be Lara Pitt. Um, but hopefully the producers say, look, stop being dicks and let her run the show. I wonder if I should chuck my CV over. You may as well, mate. I mean, I know you got a bit on uh, with the house and everything, but... 15 years building experience. Oh, they might be able to... You're getting pretty good with this um, tech stuff now. I mean, we've yeah. been doing the, the no. whole video thing we haven't had one sound complaint. Season. We haven't had one sound complaint in at least a month. 
No, I think maybe they're just getting used to the poor standard. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you could probably just beam yourself in like yeah. a big floating head. Um, to go to Hallenstein's and get a couple of those 200 bucks suits. <laughs> <laughs> I'll shoot down tomorrow. What's in fashion? Is it the, the fat tie or the skinny tie? <laughs> just uh, go I'll somewhere two in between. Of each. Two of each. <laughs> that and a fish. Get a trout, one shaped like a fish. Um, so piano, we're piano keys. Piano key <laughs> piano keys. Family guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, moving on, there's plenty of news happening. Uh, should we start with uh, Dallin Watanizalizniak? Um, knew it was going to happen. He he denied it. It had been done on Friday after it had been reported, and lo and behold, uh, a few days later, confirmed. Ta-da. But Brad. Why, 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 Delilah, did we need to sign him on a three-and-a-half-year deal? <laughs> that was That's crazy, isn't it? Well, we'll Is better lock him down before someone jumps in and, and gets him for 2023, 24. I'm not unhappy about this signing at all. I'm fine with it. I don't mind that Dallin's playing for the Warriors. And and to be honest, seeing those little pictures of him in a Warriors jersey, I think he looks apart. But three-and-a-half years seems crazy. Well, I mean, we're paying for the length of Cody Nicodema's deal, uh, you know, but I don't understand these long-term contracts for players that aren't in demand. I mean, yeah. the Bulldogs can wait to get rid of him. No one else is sniffing around him. I've got no problem with the signing. I hope it goes really well. Um, Two yeah, years, I, I would have been all right. Two years would have been fine. Three. Yeah. It just seemed unnecessary to give him that. You know, extend him if he goes brilliantly this year and next. Give him that extension. Extend him for another two, but, yeah. Um, and, you know, you know my stance on this. I'm, uh, My expectations are pretty tempered for what Dallin mm. may produce, I think. He hasn't shown much for a, for a good two or three years. Um, I wish no word on what sort of money that contract no. worth? Yeah, um, no, not sure. I'd love to know what he's on for those extra two years when where the Bulldogs aren't tipping in anything. Um, yeah, he's at least at least the Bulldogs are way stupider than the Warriors. How did Jesus. they end up paying him eight hundred and eighty grand a year? That's and insane. they're tipping in for the next two and a half oh, years. Oh, no That's how dumb they are. So at really least good. we're not the dumbest kid in the class. Yeah. Um, I wish people would stop saying he's the New Zealand captain. Benji Marshall, of course, is the incumbent New Zealand captain. He did well when he was captain, Dallin. A um, couple of good games there, but, if, man, if he ends up a fullback for the Warriors, which I'm terrified is going to happen if we can't get another half for <laughs> next year, yeah. they shift Dallin in there and Walshy to the halves and <laughs> that team's not going to go anywhere. Um Speaking of halves, Chad Townsend returning to the Warriors. Yeah, it's it's an odd one, but I'm happier with this than Widdop for whatever reason. I think he's better than Widdop for half a season. Yeah, well, I mean, he fills a gap now. We've got Chanel out for the year. Obviously, it's good that they've recognised that um, that O'Sullivan and Nicodema aren't gonna. Steer yeah. us to the finals, and they think that Townsend might, and they might be right. Two hundred fifty grand's a bit steep for potentially only ten games, but um, yeah, I th- you know he's better than what we've got. I think he's better than 
any of the halves that we've got available at the moment, and I don't mind the signing whatsoever. Yeah, um, I, I think the money's neither here nor there because I've obviously got that money spare for this season. So mm. I think the price is neither here nor there unless yeah. we were. But um, yeah, no, I'm I'm okay. I'm okay with this signing. I'm okay with it. Um, you? Yeah, I yeah, I think we're going to be better off. Yeah, exactly. Um, he's off to the Cowboys on a ridiculous contract for the next three years, eight hundred grand reportedly. Can't believe that, but good luck to Toddy P and the Cowboys with that. We'll uh, see what we can do with them over the next ten weeks. Whip them into shape after a month or so on reserve grade. Um, yeah, but he was here in twenty fourteen and fifteen. I was never a huge. Um, Nah. Fan of him here, he went okay, but it, it was pretty green when he was here. He debuted for Cronulla, but was stuck behind Todd Carney and some others. Then came here, then went back to Cronulla, won a premiership straight away. Yeah. First true. season back uh, alongside James Maloney and a uh, bit of a veteran at the Sharks. But yeah, I didn't have time to check, but I wonder how many players have gone from one club to another club, back to that first club, and then back to the second club again. Oh, the old reverse, reverse, reverse. Yeah. Um, could be. Oh, yeah, it. This has got to be the first. This is You could be the first man to break yeah, this to, story. To do, like, quite a few players obviously go back to, the, you know. What are you doing wasting there? time recording this podcast if you've got that sort of story <laughs> to break, man? Um, uh, isn't yeah, that weird? Why, why, why haven't the Cowboys taken them for the year after offloading? I don't football? know. Well, it could be a... Salary cap thing, or yeah. it could be, um, yeah, I don't know. It is. Who have they got in the halves at the moment? Drink water and they did bring Dead in Dead and, and for Clifford. Yeah, yeah. But, so maybe they can't squeeze them in. Um, you think he's going there for the, half that, but he'd still be getting chipped in by sharks, wouldn't he? Yeah, I guess he he wants his um he wants his full contract amount. Maybe he's already, you know, might have put in the pool or something. They can't afford to take a cut, so. That's all it can be. They just can't afford to have him this year. Um, yeah, so I think what he's about a, more of an organiser than, than anyone, and including Chanel, that we've got in our roster. And, you know, he's obviously not having the best season last year. He, he wasn't that great second fiddle to Johnson, for sure. But, you know, he's he's got a bit more experience and quality uh, as far as leading a team around goes. Yeah. Yeah, I... I, I I don't dislike it. I'm I'm fine. It, anything, at least something different's happening. I'd be more brushed yeah. off. It's the same 13 people delivering the same results for the next 12 rounds. Well, imagine so, having to, to fumble through with Cody and oh, SOS no. for the rest of the year. Poor yeah, old O'Sullivan. I mean, it, it's immediately, like, we were all over him. I thought he probably had the best club debut for a Warrior almost ever against the Raiders. Um, and then as soon as he turns in a game like that, I'm like, oh, recruitment manager's son. That was a dark game. Um, yeah, man. Do you think that? Do you think that JD would have retained me on the building side if I'd turned in a performance <laughs> like that? <laughs> no, not at all. You'd have been marching, buddy. He would have chucked out a few whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> um, that's an inside joke. Sorry, listeners. Uh, but yeah, that's no, a dud. But isn't it out of it? The other rumours that have popped out this week that Nicarima wants to go back to Australia. Yeah, and he didn't do much to defuse it. 
No. Um, and it, yeah, so and I've I've heard it from other sources too. I think it's uh, yeah pretty definite that if he can get a deal in Australia, that he'll stay. What are your um, thoughts about losing Cody? I um, yeah, I'm not worried really. I mean, he had a good year last year. I thought you know if he could have built on that. Um, it, could play out his career here. I think he's been awful this year. Yeah. He's, he had a good game against the Raiders um, in that comeback win. He had a good first half against the Cowboys. And other than that, I think he's been pretty atrocious, to be honest. Last Dog weekend, the, the first loss to Manly, the bungled try, and the second loss to Manly, terrible against the Cowboys. The second game against the Cowboys, um, yeah, just he's the classic warrior that's got all the talent that we've known over mm-hmm. all the years that just continually let you down. Historically, what warrior teams do, and that's who I don't want in my team now. That's my worry that that um, Dallin is going to be a player like that. You know, you reckon he's going to slip that, into warrior habits? Well, traditional warrior maybe. Habits. I think honestly, my I think his ceiling is being a Petahaku. Level by a few ups and downs, generally yeah. positive by the end of it. Um, I'm fine yeah, with that. That's not a bad. Yeah. yeah if we get another pretty high points there, Haku. Um, yeah, and he's a fairly erratic still. But yeah, back to Cody. Um, it does seem like. Uh, but I guess the problem is who's going to pick him up. That's what I was thinking. Tigers. That's yeah. about. That's about it. Yeah, Tigers or the Dragons. Of test under Michael Maguire. Did he play with Hook at all? No, I did see someone say reunite, uh, and he was, a, you know, he was in the Broncos under twenty squad when when Griffin was the um, first grade coach there. But he and he didn't play any under twenties <laughs> under Griffin. Made his first grade debut under Wayne Bennett. Mm. So, yeah. Did he? Um, yeah, in twenty fifteen. Those were the days when he was a interchange impact player, which he did oh, very you check well out the 2015, days. it seems like two years ago still, eh? Mm. But it's actually a long time ago now. Yeah, and honestly, has he had a better season than that rookie year as a probably not interchange utility? Probably not, maybe last year. But, uh, yeah, we'll see how that story pans out. He could very well be he's signed the, the uh, player option very Astute move by his manager uh, back in 2019 when he joined us mid-season. Yeah, so he can do whatever he wants. He knows probably why yeah, he wouldn't mind if he lost, but if he can find a job over there, yeah. that's good. Yeah. So um, it did make me think. We've got two. We're gonna have two new faces uh, next weekend. Fairly high-profile ones. Maybe think about our history of mid-season transfers. Not a huge amount. Nicarima was probably one of the biggest ones. Um, we had Josh Curran come over soon after making his debut for the Roosters in 2019. Uh, Sean Lane, the ill-fated one-game <laughs> wonder. He, the, the player swap with Raymond Faitala Mariner, and he only played one game before going on to great things at Manly and Parramatta. Um, and the only other ones I could think of beyond that were our 1999 um, double coup with Robert Mears and John Simon coming over, and they went very well. Robbie Mears was a good boy. Where did he come from? 
He was at Canterbury, and he, I think he made his first grade debut at Eastern Suburbs, actually. Did he? they were actually called Eastern Suburbs. A few years at Canterbury, um, stuck behind Jason Hetherington and came over here. Jason player of the year, 2000. He was a horrible player, wasn't he? Never a fan <laughs> of Hetherington. Um, yeah, and Johnny Simon, nice little pocket of uh, history he had here. Yeah, he was Captain in the second game, I think. Was he? Yeah. Um, and a mid-season boy, captain yeah. second game. Yeah, we were set by injuries under Mark Graham that year. Um, and then, obviously, we had our lone players last year. They're all very popular members of our history now. Um, I'm glad we haven't got Hetherington still. I'm looking at that. I, <coughs> I'm becoming less and less of a fan of Hetherington. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the the uh, gloss has worn off him. Yeah, um, yeah it's not... Uh, not really too worried. None of them have gone on to great things. George Jennings is probably having a good time at Melbourne. He's one I would have uh, loved to have kept. Alvaro and um, and El Poasa, he they're not doing that great at the Dragons. No. Was that all of them? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was. You know, there's been a bit of there's been a lot of mid-season transfers as that uh, deadline looms and. A pocket of the fan base, rugby league fan base, that has quite the whinge about it. What are your thoughts? I don't have any problem with with the players it. moving. Yeah, it's it shakes things up for teams, it's particularly teams that are struggling like we are at the moment. Yeah, but I mean, what's honestly, what is the the issue? The they, this is these guys' livelihood. They're making a mid-season switch. Things aren't going, you know, that great. Obviously, they're not on fire for their current club. A lot of them are in reserve grade, which we've seen. Um, you know, if they like Ken, if he was stuck in reserve grade and being told he was unwanted for next year, if he plays the year out playing for Redcliffe, that drives his price down. Yeah, he can it helps get a deal with West relevant. Tigers. Good luck to him. I mean, you know, I've, I've, yeah, the, I, I, the whinging about it just makes no sense to me. I mean, what is the big deal? It's always exciting too seeing a player that you're used to seeing in one jersey with another jersey on one weekend. I always get yeah. a little bit excited about that. It's always like, oh, cool, there's old mate. Oh, he's at the Eels. Look at him in the he's in the Eels jersey now. You know, yeah. he swapped he swapped two weeks ago, Trace. Yeah, now he's playing for the Eels now. See? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, lo- I love that. It adds a bit of intrigue to each season, and you know, it's the same as when the off season uh, switches. Yeah, but, I mean, these it's you know, I'm. Trade windows work for some sports, but you know the NBA, these NBA players are getting tens of millions, even the kind of average ones. These guys are, you know, scraping a living in the yeah. NRL. Some of them, and so you know, do what's best for them. And yeah, um, I, I, I'm a fan of the mid-season trade, and I like yeah. the window as well. I like that it gets closer to the window. It's like a roller door, like MacGyver, the roller door <laughs> shutting, and everyone's diving across the warehouse floor under that roller door to get to the new team to get on a field. Yeah, it gets exciting. Uh, uh, you're full of some great analogies, Gloria Vale and then this one, <laughs> reformed Brad. Um, Gareth Widdup looks like he won't be coming uh, this season, or obviously this season, or at all. Warrington... Saying that he's not going anywhere, his preference is probably to go to Australia anyway, but also hearing a massive um, transfer fee slapped on his head, so can probably forget about him. But Cade Cust, he might be uh, on his way here. 
What? Maybe not this year, but um, looking at him for next year. That'd be a nice little buy. Yeah, versatile. Like He's up. Yeah, plays a bit of hooker, a bit of 5'8", good uh, bit of a terrier. Reminds me a bit of Carl Lawton, who is actually yeah. killing it at Manly. Uh, I wish yep. we'd hung on to him. Yeah, um, we, we need a yeah. player like that. Like We lo- we lost a lot in Kieran going, I reckon. And yeah, Custom. Kieran and Lawton. Um, yeah. Oh, that's a that's a nice little rumour to think about too. Yeah, he's not getting a run at uh, Manly, so uh, yeah, he's on the radar. Um, I would expect to see him added to our squad for next year. Oh, huh, nice. Um, what are we up to, Will? What have we got going on? Yeah, well, I thought, well, how would you how how do you see our team lining up? We play the Dragons. And that is must win. I mean, if we go to slip to five ten and start falling behind some of these teams that we're um, jostling with, um, it's just about finals chances over. I'd say. So, how's our team gonna? With the new signings, fullback will be Walsh. Yeah. So you think? Yeah. Wing Rog, other one Dallin. Yeah. Centers. Aiken. Aiken probably and. The I'd contenders like to see are... Barry there, to be honest. Mm. If it was my team, I'd like to see Barry there. I know. I, I'm Who's the other two Pompey contenders? And the Pompey and Montoya. I mean, I'm a little bit off Pompey at the moment as a centre. Yeah, he, he, um, he just runs at men. He doesn't run for a gap. <laughs> he runs at someone it's, and then stops. And how many times do you just see someone and they're just standing up and he just stops moving completely and they're just beer hugging on the field every single time? Yeah, he nah. needs to be on a wing if he's going to be playing anywhere. I mean, yeah. I'd rather have probably Dallin in the centres, to be honest, than, than Pompey. Yep. Um, so you think it's going to be a Cody Townsend pairing? Yeah, I think that just goes... Yeah, it is. Um, sort of our only option at the moment as well. Um, the only other option is moving Rog back to full-back and Walsh into the halves with Townsend finding oh, a different job for Nic- Nicolema, but... I'd like. I still think I'd. I'd like Walsh to be playing five eight. I think. Fullback. You mean? Five now nah, five eight. Oh, you I, would like. Still, you would like. I still, him there. Yeah, yeah, I. I like him there for his kicking game. Fifth tackle option. I think he's better. And what I've noted, like in the weekend, he didn't do much kicking at the back for some mm. reason. I don't know why. Because yeah. he's playing fullback, he doesn't get kicking duties on the fifth tackle all of a sudden. Yeah, um, I mean, he's always up in the line anyway, so why yeah. not? The game that he did start at 5-8 against the Cowboys, he took every general play kick except for one. Cody kicked once in that game. I think it's uh, a stronger team with him at 5-8 and yeah. Rodge at the back with Dallin on a, a wing. Yeah, more of a case of will they actually do it. But, I mean, it's not like right. they're gonna have to, they have to worry about breaking down all these structures that they've put in place because there doesn't appear to be any worth uh, hanging on to. <laughs> there isn't any structure there. There's nothing. Nothing. Um, how, about, yeah. how about Walsh's sideline conversion first kick in the NRL? That was loose. Yeah, loved it. Um, that was, yeah, that was, yeah, well done, sir. Well done. Literally kicking s- goals. Who you got it? Who you got front squad. row? Well, Adam's got to be there, obviously. Yeah. I don't know for the I'd I'd try Bunty maybe. Same at the moment. Um, but a bit more aggression, get on the front foot early. Um Jermaine Tano Brown is obviously out of favour. Too I'd, passive. I'd, yeah, I'm not into this Ben Murdoch Masilla uh starting at prop business. I'd 
switching back to the back row. Bailey Saarinen out of my squad altogether. Yeah. He's been starting the second row, but um, yeah, I'd put Jazz back to 13 and have BMM and Harris um, the second row starting yeah. the second row with uh, Harris moving to that sort of middle forward. I'd almost start Curran and have BMM off the bench. I think he's so explosive off the bench 20 minutes in. Yeah, yeah, fair call. Um, yeah, then, I don't know, Egan, at hooker, Egan will be at hooker. Um, although, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing Otokolo get a, get a start and see what he can do, but Egan will no doubt be our number nine when he's uh, right to go again. And I'd like to see them keep a, a bench spot open for Otokolo. And, yeah, same. You know, Matt, like, is it because is it this weird front row rotation because he's got a four forward bench that is the reason that the our, our middles aren't racking up these big numbers and getting any sort of um, authority? Rotation is so strange, so strange the way he uses the, the bench. Yeah, it, no rhyme or reason to have Bunty consistently coming on fifty minutes into the game, sitting on the bench for a whole first half. It's yeah, so bench. I'd, so, Bunty, are you starting, Bunty? Uh, yeah, I've got Bunty yeah. starting. Um, I'd, I'd have Otokolo on the bench. I'd have Armour still. Armour. Katoa, I would probably. Yeah, you know, Katoa. And I'd put Karen on the bench, although you've been... Yeah, yeah I'd do either Karen or Ben. Yeah. So that's a pretty decent-looking 17. It is. Um, yeah. See what he comes up with. He's, yeah, Evans has been hanging on to a spot for a... Yeah. He's missed one game, I think, since he came into the came into the team. It's, it's, an, it's an odd... Yeah, I don't see what he's doing that Bunty's... Yeah, it's, I think Bunty's biggest problem is the way he's been used off the bench, which is creating maybe some poor form. Yeah, and well, Bunty was. I'm not quite sure what the deal was, but Bunty didn't play against Newcastle. He was a late yeah. permission. Um, yeah. Oh, was there no he, word that he was actually dropped out or? Yeah, I'm, I didn't follow up on seek out what happened there, but he was the one to make way for Otakolo coming onto the bench. Um, Ed Cossey was 18th man for that game. I don't know, that's. If the Warriors needed uh, any extra motivation not to get several concussions, that was it. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, you're just about better off going with I'll, 16. I'm glad one good thing, even if you don't like Watini Zelezniak, one thing is Kossi's one more rung down again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, well, although Ken is gone, so we're kind of in the same oh, situation. Oh, yeah, <laughs> didn't do the math, Brad. One... One minus one, plus uh, minus one plus one is back to, to zero. But anyway, I'm, I'm hearing you. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll you do the thinking. Yeah. I'll, um, I'll support it. Yeah. Well, anyway. Uh, yeah, that's that. We'll have a weekend off. Um, yeah. Bathe in the glory of being the world's best test playing cricket nation. Um. Yeah. What else? So we got to look forward to this week. Um, no, just suck up Origin, watch Boshi, uh, watch Boshi go, see what happens, and um, we'll try and pick ourselves up off the canvas um, and look ahead to this Dragons game. Yeah.
Yeah. Oh, we're actually we um we locked in. Hopefully this little outbreak of COVID doesn't ruin it, but we've locked in going to the oh, home we game have for too. Bulldogs, haven't we? We have, yep. A few details to iron out, but um we'll be yeah. there at this stage. We've got tickets and then just by happenstance, old shapeshifters playing the Saturday. Yeah. We've got a curtain raiser, haven't we? A good old fashioned <laughs> curtain raiser. I so, tell you what, it we might have to uh, name an 18th man to step <laughs> yeah, in for you at the Warriors because you cannot back up. Oh, I know. I'm dreadful. I am the worst hugover person. <laughs> I just, yeah, I just fully shut down. I, um, yeah, I'm a little bit, I'm nervous. I'm nervous about backing up. I can see my head being firmly planted on a table during that Warriors game and just not even be able to lift my head to watch it. But I'm looking forward to the atmosphere. Yeah. God, I'm looking forward to the atmosphere at that game. It's going to be something. Yeah, can't wait. Um, have, have you been to Mount Smart, Brad? Never. Wow. That's, Never. Uh, yeah. Um, it's a good time, even even on a Is it? rainy night with 8,000 people there. There's something about it there. I can see why the, the diehards don't want to move from there and when it's a packed house. I've been, the only time I've really been there for a, a big, big crowd was the... Um, the double header um, a couple of years ago. And they played the they played the Cowboys and Tigers played the Storm. Oh, that was pretty much a full house. And I was also there for the last time we played the Bulldogs, um, just after the Christchurch shootings, and they made it free, free uh-huh. for anyone. I think we've got about eighteen thousand there. Maybe there's yeah. there's a good good uh, turnout, but yeah, pretty yeah, much no, a sellout. It's going to be awesome. I'll be popping my cherry. Looking forward to it. Um, were we for the maybe one to two people that might be uh, keen to have a beer? We're going to stop them for a beer before the game somewhere, and or if that, that if we could, if someone could just deliver us some parade, would be great. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be drinking much beer on the Sunday. Yeah, a blue parade. If you see us getting around, I'll be that real sweaty pale guy <laughs> looking. Dragging his feet, yeah. Just maybe come we up could, and, come maybe up and we say could, hello. Um, we could have a, a meet and greet at about one o'clock, lying on the grass somewhere in Auckland City, and BYO Parade. Or a meet and greet at one a.m. Sunday morning outside Victor <laughs> Arena, just as uh, shapeshifters finish. <laughs> then we'll be flying. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, any anyone listening, if you're going to shapeshift, to get in touch. Um, yeah, if you're up there but, for the weekend, get in touch. Yeah. Is there anywhere to get a beer? Also, can you let us know if yeah. there's anywhere to get a beer before the game within 20 kilometres of Mount Smart Stadium? Because I've never I've never seen anywhere. Someone must be having a piss up in a carport around there. If yeah. you're having a piss up in a carport, let us know and chuck a blue parade on ice for us. <laughs> <laughs> um, very good. Yeah, well... More detail, details to come about that. Still a couple of months away. Um, is it? No, not even that. It's about the 14th of August, so it'll roll around pretty quick, Brad. Yeah, well, I know it. Well, I'm already peaking about that time. <laughs> I'm losing. Like I, I signed it up trying to build the house at the moment. It's like, oh, jeez, another day not on site. <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl's never going to get into this place. But, yeah, that nah, will be good. Um, it will be good. And I turn um, 40 the week before that, so I could be going through some sort of personal crisis. So, uh, Do you? So, yeah, but, um, oh, cause you're get 40, ready for that. You're celebrating your 40th in October. 
Yeah. Um, to all the listeners, I'll post the address and the date <laughs> on the Flores Life page, just in case you can get along. Um, <laughs> but oh, is that right? So your fortieth in October. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Oh well. Do it. Do it your way, mate. Do it your um, way. Yeah, you know, a bit warmer. Done. Sort of thing. Um, really struggling on. to put this one in the bag. Yeah. I actually did, did have a sign-off um, sorted okay. out, but it required me talking to you about it beforehand, so that uh, uh, obviously didn't work out. Just, so do you want just, me to get a segue? Or, oh, I see. Yeah, we didn't do this pre-match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, So we'll, spend, we'll have a couple of hours training over the weekend and uh, we'll have a good sign-off sorted out. But, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. Good night and good luck.